0: My name is Jesse Romero. I am the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Latin lover of Our Lady. And I am so rested. I am so energized. I am 10-8, Terry. God
1: bless you, Jess. And this is Terry Barber, the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Lebanese lover of Our Lady. I'm so glad Jess is back from what happened in Arizona, in Scottsdale, regarding the prayer rally at the Satanic Conference Hundreds and hundreds of people were there. I want to have Jesse tell us all about that in this program. Also, I just want to make mention this, Jess, that the Clinton campaign spied on the Trump campaign to link him to Russia. We remember all that back years ago. And everybody brother. said, oh, no, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. Well, all this is coming out, but nobody wants to talk about it now because that was years back. But that just shows you where our media is at. Also, Jesse, a good to know file did you know that the CDC gets its funding over 50%? Comes from guess who? Drum roll. Hey, the pharmaceutical companies that they monitor. You see, follow the money. And I, and I, you know, we got all kinds of crummy things going on, even in our church, about how the bishops are making money on immigration problems. That we have people coming in and they're saying, yeah, we'll just, I mean, it's, it's, it's scandalous. But remember, everybody, what's your answer to scandal? Holiness that's right personal holiness we got to live it don't I, I'm not I don't care the last time I looked Jesse the priest at my parish the bishop the Pope they're not there at my exit interview nope so let's keep focus on Jesus Christ.
0: But just and, and you're not going to be there at theirs. No, that's not works. Every man, woman will stand alone at the particular judgment. Yep. You're not going to have to answer for the sins of any pope, any bishop, right. any cardinal, any priest. You will stand there by yourself. No lawyer, no attorney, no mom, no nobody, <laughs> and answer for yourself for what you did with your property, form moral conscience, or your malformed conscience. It will all come out at the particular judgment. Yeah, my
1: line is it all comes out in the wash. In other words, the wash of your soul. (laughs) All right, Brother Jess, let's get
0: some soul food in our soul by reading the gospel. For yeah, I want to do the first reading today, which it's on the theology of temptation. I I think it's very practical for human beings. Yeah. Yes. So today's first reading at Holy Mass Mm -hmm. was the letter from St. James, chapter 1, verses 12 to 18. It reads... Blessed is he who perseveres in temptation. Mm-hmm. So notice, it's a given that we're going to be tempted. Yeah. L- like like uh, Terry says, you know, five feet after you're... Uh, uh, yeah. t- Fifteen yeah. minutes after you're dead. Yeah,
1: And then your temptation goes away, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Blessed is he who perseveres in temptation. For when he has been proven, he will receive the crown of life mm. that he promised to those who love him. No one experiencing temptation should say... I am being tempted by God, for God is not subject to temptation, to evil, and He Himself tempts no one. That is so important, because so many people got that theologically wrong. Why is God tempting me? Why is God tempting? No, 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 no. God tempts no one, okay? Rather, each person is tempted when lured and enticed by his desire. Then desire conceives and brings forth sin, and when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers and sisters. All good giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there's no alteration or shadow caused by change. He willed to give us birth by the word of truth, that we may be kind of first fruits of his creatures, the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Great. Book. So. So, uh, hold oh, on. James, what, a, yeah. what advice. Read the whole, yes. you know what, Jess, before you make the comment, it's such a short book, but I would recommend everyone take Everybody. a look at that book and read it right through because it's some, it, it really touches the human nature of, of a soul.
0: So, look at, St. James warns us, the cousin of our Lord, mm-hmm. that we're all going to be tempted, Yeah, but we, we have to persevere in temptation. There's another passage in Corinthians that says that God will not, allow us to be tempted beyond our strength. Right. And, and God will give us a way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it also says here that God doesn't tempt anybody. So when somebody says, oh, I'm being tempted by God, heresy. That's right. God doesn't tempt anybody. Now, God permits temptation. Temptations come from three places. Sometimes they come from demons, internal temptations, external temptations. Sometimes they just come from our fallen world. This unbelieving world of ours, where there are you know social structures of sin, and and we're tempted in that regard. Sometimes we're just tempted because we're just we're just weak. We have a fallen nature. It's called concupiscence. That's the whole theology of Romans chapter seven. It's just our own fallen nature that gives into temptation. Look at this next verse where it talks about the theology of mortal and venial sin for Protestants who say there's only one sin. Sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. Wrong. Right. Look what it says here. Then desire conceives and brings forth sin. And when sin reaches maturity, it gives birth to death. So notice the way that verse shows that there's an organic development in sin. Uh, And and first of all, how is sin conceived? It has to be done by a person's desire. The temptation is not a sin. The temptation is not a sin. It is now the consent or the desire... uh, that you consent to which now moves from the from the from uh, from the uh, intellect now moves to the heart the will and then that generally leads to the actual action of the sin look what all saint james says here mm-hmm. uh, he talks about all the good gifts on planet or every good gift that you receive it comes from god the father he calls him the father of lights why because the devil's called the father of darkness and so, God, the first person in the Trinity, is called the Father of Lights. Uh, and sometimes people say, well, there's a God in the Old Testament, and a God in the New Testament. One was mean, one is nice. Wrong. Look what it says about the Father of Lights it says, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. What does that mean? God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And finally, it says that God willed to give us birth by the word of truth. In other words, God spoke our soul into existence, and God uh, spoke our soul into the, our, our, the newly conceived uh, egg sperm fusion of our mom and dad. And the Bible says, notice, because we're not baptized yet, notice what St. James says, that we may be kind of first fruits of his creatures. Notice it didn't say we are the first fruits of his children because you're not baptized yet. So St. James says, "Yes, the word of God speaks as wills our soul into existence, but what are we? Creatures. When do we become sons and daughters? Baptism." Terry. Well said, Jesse. I think of temptation
1: also. I relate it to sports. And what I mean by that is you have temptations in life just because of your fallen human nature. We, we don't have, uh, you know, uh, concup- concupiscence comes from the beginning to the end, okay? And so when you can say no to yourself and learn how to say no to yourself, you've accomplished things. In one sense, it shows your love for God that you were able to say no to your lower natures. Yeah, so you get temptations out there. All you got to do is drive on the freeway open up anything you see if those are temptations what do you say i'm going to use my custody of the eyes and say no and what i'm saying is this is just the process of holiness too because you got to put good holy habits in because if you don't have those holy habits you're going to fall every time the real question i have is when you do fall did you get up by going to confession see so there you have it and why i say temptations are part of life i mean Like I said to Jesse years ago, I mentioned, I said, Jesse, I still have temptations all my life because as the saints have told us, you know, they don't go away until 15 minutes after you're dead. Then you can forget about it because you're dead. But all the way up to matter of fact, Jesse, the spiritual writers say at the end of life, those temptations come at you very heavily the devil mm-hmm. tries every action to try and get sense. you to, it, well you've, you're the one who taught us that just yep, yep, from the yep. spirit, from the exorcist oh yeah yeah oh know. yeah that's right yeah that's right? That's,
0: that's classic, that's uh, classic exorcism teaching yeah. right yeah.
1: so here's my point we need to be yep. prepared right so that when these temptations come we can say hey all right no i said no to myself and thank you jesus for giving me the grace to say no so this reading from james is very efficacious but the whole book is efficacious you need to read the whole thing everyone. yeah
0: and that's right. Remember Father Gabriel Amorth, rest in peace. I remember. He says, temptation is the most common, ordinary activity of the demons, and yep. it is directed at all men. Yep. Fulton Sheen gives us the theology of temptation. He yep. says, number one, he says, temptations are holy in the mind. There are three elements to a temptation. Number one, suggestion. Number two, delight. Number three, consent. He says, you cannot sin in your mind. Until there is consent which comes from your will. Wow. One last thing I want to mention is we've got some good articles here. We're not going to go through them uh, because we're going to be talking about this weekend at Scottsdale, Arizona. But uh, it, the, the four articles that I would recommend that you would read, they're on our show page, vmpr.org. My website, com, is called... Uh, the Catholic Cartel, Bishops Making Millions in Trafficking Illegal Aliens. Terrible. Scandalous. The other one is called, Is the Catholic Church Involved in a Massive Illegal Immigration Operation? The next one's called, Is Catholic Charities Employing MS-13 Gang Members? Yeah. And then last one is called, Catholic Charities Raking in Money by Trafficking Illegal Aliens, Many with COVID Infections. It, they're all found on complicitclergy.com. Complicitclergy.com. Yep.
1: Follow the money. Remember what I just said about the CDC? They're they're getting funded by who, by the knuckleheads in the pharmaceutical industry. Hey, when we come back, let's get an update from Jess Romero about what happened at this prayer rally. I want a debriefing, like you're a policeman, Jess. Okay. Give us a give us the lowdown on what happened. Give us all the details, because everybody I know was praying for you and for the people there that were on the front line. Amen. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I say we're too blessed to be stressed. We're too anointed to be disappointed. And folks, if hope was money, we'd be billionaires. We have our hope in Jesus Christ. Stay with us, family.
2: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
1: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show, Jess. I have a quote from Fulton Sheen that describes what you. Yeah, full Sheen ahead. That's going to describe what you guys were doing over the weekend uh, for souls. And here's it: Full Sheen ahead. He says, "Every soul in the world has a price tag on it, mm. and since many cannot or will not pay the price themselves, others must do it for them." Yes, wow. that's what you guys were doing. There is probably no other way to account for the conversion of some souls than the fact that in this world, and as in the next, their parents, their relatives, their friends interceded to God and won them for the prize of everlasting life. Just what you guys did, hundreds of you were praying for the conversion of these Satanists. And to me, God honored that. So let's get into what happened with uh, last weekend's event.
0: Sure. I'd like to put a quick video. Mm -hmm. It's about two or three minutes. Sure. It gives kind of an overview, then I'll jump in and tell you exactly my perspective. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip?
3: The Satanic Temple's first ever Satan Con is underway in downtown Scottsdale, and a protest is happening right outside where the event is happening. Those protesting are reading scriptures, holding signs, banners, rosaries, crosses, and images of the Virgin Mary. Satan Con will run today through Sunday. There will be speakers over the next couple of days. The event is sold out as well as the Satanic Temple's impurity ball tonight at Pub Rock Live. The marketplace is open to the public where they are selling items. Demonstrators say that they're gonna be out there all weekend long.
1: We're out here to let the Satanists know that there's no place for evil in Arizona. And we're here to combat that. And we're here to say that Jesus is Lord.
3: The event is being held near City Hall, where Tucson attorney Stu DeHaan and Michelle Short were denied a request back in 2016 to deliver an invocation at a city council meeting on behalf of the Satanic Temple. A federal judge in downtown Phoenix ruled against them when they filed a lawsuit against the city of Scottsdale.
0: So here's where she got it wrong. She called it a protest. It was not a protest. No, she didn't get it right. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, she—that's well, that's, that's, sec- that's that's secular speak. Yeah. So about 300 Catholics met on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That was over the weekend, February 11th, 12th, and 13th, in front of the Saguara Hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona. It was very peaceful. Mm-hmm. It was very orderly. These are the comments from the police department, uh, and it's kind of interesting to me that. About 300 people showed up all three days. Wow. It it reminds me of of the 300 men from the book of Judges, chapter 7, who defeated 15,000 Midianites. So the fact that we were about 300 Catholics, it was not a coincidence. To me, it was a God incidence. So two Catholic priests joined us. They joined us, lay Catholics, in in praying supplication and prayers of petition. We prayed... All four mysteries of the Holy Rosary. Awesome. The chaplet of the, of the St. Michael the Archangel. The mm-hmm. chaplet of the Holy Face of Jesus. The chaplet of the Divine Mercy. We, we prayed in between the beautiful linens to Our Lady, St. Joseph. Linens to the blood of Jesus, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We sang Latin hymns in between. We uh, knelt down during the fifth mystery uh, of all four rosaries. Uh, we saturated the atmosphere, Terry, with what St. Paul calls <laughs> the sweet aroma of Christ. For three days straight, and we intentionally united our prayers from 12 noon to 3 p.m., the hours that our Lord Jesus Christ was redeeming the world on Calvary. We specifically united our prayers to those times. Jesse, let me jump in
1: because you also added the supplication of the holy angels. And on Jesus 911, I prayed those prayers yesterday, and they're so powerful because you were calling on all the angels Mm -hmm. Exactly. To you know, to hasten to help us. These are these are prayers, and I'm telling you, just as I said with Bishop Fulton Sheen's quote, you were making progress in the salvation of souls because you had a unified prayer. That was being said. And God honored that. And I, I think on the other side, Jesse, we're going to find out that there were some miracles taking place. But we don't need to know. But I believe that the prayers of not just the 300 people that were praying there, but
0: all over the country. You had, well, you know, cloisters. Yeah. Everybody I'm was I'm going praying. to get to that. I'm going to tell awesome. you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there were also, obviously, there were hundreds of Satanists. Yep. Wa- you know, they're walking around the public square. Mm-hmm. There were witches, witches. Uh, Anti Catholic Protestants showed up. I bet. Friendly Protestants that actually prayed with us. Atheists that were shouting, God is dead. Secular humanists all around us that were yelling, uh, one fairy tale uh, opposing another fairy tale. Oh, that's funny. So, it, yeah, Terry, I, I felt like St. Paul walking into Ephesus back in Acts chapter 19, <laughs> where he says, uh, The city was filled with much confusion. Mm. That's the way I felt like. And I can also identify as I'm walking into the public square with St. Paul. When he he walked into Athens in Acts 17, verse 16, he says this. St. Paul says that when he was going into Athens, he says, My spirit was provoked within me as I saw that the city was full of idols. Hmm. So our goals were threefold. Number one, it was... It, the faithful offered God prayers of reparation for the evil lectures and the evil actions of the Satanists inside that ballroom. Mm-hmm. The second thing, and I got their schedule. I'll tell you some of the talks that they were giving. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, we were there to offer God prayers for the Satanists to receive the grace of conversion and salvation. And lastly, number three, we were there to offer God prayers of protection for the city of Scottsdale. Remember, the Bible says in Matthew 5, love your enemies and pray for those who curse you. That's exactly what we were doing exactly. following Matthew 5:44. Yep. And so, so what is love? St. Thomas Aquinas says, to love is to will the good of another. Exact Thomas. Hmm. Yeah. So, what do we will for the satanist? Nothing less than the salvation of their souls, which in the Catholic Church this is the supreme law of the church. Now, I reminded my Catholic brothers and sisters all three days, first thing upon our arrival, mm-hmm. to keep your eyes on Jesus and keep yeah. your hearts on Jesus. Hebrews 12 too, because I kept reminding them with a bullhorn. <laughs> We're here for one reason, to pray for the salvation of their souls and and let us make our church shine yeah. by conducting ourselves as faithful sons and daughters of the church as we step into the breach as Catholics in the public square. Yeah. And so Terry... We accomplished our goals through this peaceful prayer rally because all the attendees on our side publicly demonstrated the virtues of faith, hope, and charity. Oh Yeah, you
1: got to have charity.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And the verse that gave us all courage, and I shared it with the audience right before we processed in with Our Lady of Fatima statue, mm-hmm. uh, is, it's in Acts chapter 18, verse 9 and 10 where, where St. Paul, I mean, this verse gave me courage to stay the course for those three days. St. Paul says, quote, Do not be afraid. Speak out and refuse to be silenced. I am with thee, and none shall come to do thee harm. I have a great following in this city. And so I believe that. So we Catholics processed from the Scottsdale Civic Center parking lot, which was across the street, with a statue of Our Lady of Fatima on a platform being held by four to six men in suits from American East Fatima TFP. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful, Terry. It was like a modern day Ark of the covenant procession. Mm -hmm. We were singing hymns in Latin as we were processing from the parking lot to the place where we were going to park and and, and just basically uh, take over the space in front of the hotel and start praying our prayers for three hours. So again, you could see that as we're praying and singing in Latin, Terry, there's all kinds of commotion, but as we're passing by, our prayers and our songs seem to have had a calming calming effect with those people around us. Even the Satanists were just quiet as they saw us walking by. They said nothing. Wow. I would tell you that ninety nine percent of the people that passed in their cars on this major on their major yeah. this major street they gave us the thumbs up sign. Wow, or they waved, they honked their car in approval. They were happy to see three hundred Catholics there. And, and I have to say that the, the Scottsdale Police Department was, was also very accommodating to us, and very protective of us because my, Anita and myself, we had called them two months ago. We had called City Hall, the mayor's uh, secretary, so we we had established a, a a relationship with the city for the last two months. Good, and they were very appreciative of that. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, it was there was also an ecumenical moment there, Terry, because there were some friendly Protestants. Mm-hmm. That even joined us in prayer, took our prayer sheets and stood with us. Awesome. Now, there were other Protestants that were friendly, but they didn't they didn't choose to pray with us the Hail Mary's. So they elected to stand, yeah, probably about fifty yards away on both sides, and and they were doing their own prayers uh, as to not disturb us and vice versa, so we won't disturb them. Yeah. And 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 there was two Protestant pastors that were there. That came and complimented us Catholics for our organization, Mm -hmm. for our discipline, for our physical and spiritual order and our peaceful witness. These two Protestant pastors, they conveyed to Anita and myself, they said that they were very sad because they tried to organize the Protestant denominations in Scottsdale and some of the surrounding cities. Mm -hmm. He says, but we could not even agree on what to pray, where to stand, what time to meet. (laughs) He says, we were so disorganized. He says, but I'm looking at you Catholics. He says, you guys know how to do it. (laughs) And so many of the faithful Catholics that were there told Anita and myself that it was uh, the three days, Terry, the nine hours of prayer, marching and processing, singing in Latin in between the the rosaries and processing back to the parking lot with Our Lady of Fatima. They told me it was an incredible spiritual experience, kind of like a high level intense retreat. And I even, Terry, I even went out of my way. I spent two separate occasions talking and evangelizing Mm -hmm. two different Satanists that were asking me questions about the Catholic faith. I, I gave them 15 minutes of my unadulterated time. Yep. I also shared the faith with two, again, these two ecumenically minded Protestant pastors who were asking me questions about Catholicism. I was also able to talk to four different atheists about what Catholics believe for about 15 minutes, and they were engaged. They were listening. I saw
1: one of them, Jess. Let me jump in because we're going to have a quick break. This is a good time to tease. Let's get into some of those conversations that you had with people because this is where evangelization takes place right on the streets. I call that street evangelization that Jess is so good at because uh, this is important that we're there making that witness for our faith. And I think Protestants do understand that we as Catholics seem to have, I mean, for 2,000 years we've been doing this. I mean, we've got to get it right if we just continue with our perennial teachings. So you're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jess has given us a debriefing on the prayer rally at the Satanic Conference that was held in Scottsdale, Arizona. This event, is this an annual event, Jesse, that they do? This is the first one they've ever done in the United States. So you don't know if the word got out that they're coming back again.
0: Uh, here's what I believe. I think that they, they're kind of like testing different cities, mm-hmm. and, and they want to find a soft target. Yeah. I don't think they'll come back to Scottsdale because they, there was too much major to angelic yeah. spiritual pushback. I think they're going to pick another soft target. I don't know where. I mean, it could be anywhere. Yeah.
1: You know what? If I were in their shoes, I'd go to a liberal diocese. That's where I'd go. Yeah. You know why? Because it has least resistance for Catholics. Hey, you're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jesse is going to give us a little in, intel on some of the conversations he had with people at this Satanic conference, where the Catholics were out there praying their rosaries, their litanies, and praying for the conversion of these people. What a great act of charity! Stay with us, family. We'll be back with more. To inspire you to fall deep in love with you.
2: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
1: Welcome back. Jesse, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair going, wow, this is what the church is supposed to be doing, man. Church militant, where (laughs) we're out there sharing the gospel rather than saying, oh, they're knocking our statues down. Well, we'll go run away, and, and maybe they'll go away if we don't confront them. But, Jesse, what you did is a loving thing. The Catholics went out and are praying for the conversion of sinners and giving witness to people who have questions about
0: the faith. What a great opportunity. Now, you mentioned earlier. Terry, you, people, want, people were asking, Yeah, they're asking, is, is Terry supportive? <laughs> I said, Terry Barber is 100% supportive. He would be right here if he didn't have a pre-scheduled silent retreat that he does every year, yeah. they go, Terry would have come. and said, absolutely, it would have been right here. Hey. Let, let the audience know if you would have been. Yeah, see, of know. course I would have been there. I've been at places
1: where, uh, where I, at the abortion clinic, where I got arrested with Dr. Bernard Nathanson. I've been at clinics where they attacked me with a, a burnt cigarette butt, where <laughs> I'm praying my rosary. I would have been there in a heartbeat. But you know what, Jess? As you know, I schedule a, a silent retreat once a yeah. year. That's and true. it's a retreat that, you know, I mean, for me to be quiet, it's 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 tough. I'm going to be honest with you. But you know what I noticed, Jess, and I'll get back to this topic, is that when you're quiet, as that's when God speaks to us. And yes. sometimes we need that because yes. what I share with everybody is apostolic work. You have to have a profound spirituality before you go out and do what you guys just did. You've got to have prayer support. And I know, Jesse, you and Anita and others we were praying before the Blessed Sacrament, going to masses well before this event took place, yeah. praying for this event. And that's why it was so successful. Let's Amen. continue on to what happened. Let,
0: let me just mention some of the people that were there yeah. and I'll continue. Yeah. American East Fatima, yeah, uh, they, they, they sent about 10 people. Yep. Michael Hitchborn from Lepanto Institute was there. Good. Joe Gallagher and Trey Brock from Church Militant were there. Oh, yeah. Anthony Acosta from Virgin Most Powerful right. Radio was there. He got a lot of footage, a lot of he interviews. Did. We had Scott Goley from Catholic Resiliency. He hmm. was there. We had uh, uh, John Henry Weston sent Jesse Waltz from Life Site News. Yep. He was there. Good. We had Donald Knows, who's a promoter of the Holy Face devotion around the world. Uh, he was there. We had Paul Zuccarelli, the author of Faith Understood, a man who was dead for three hours. <laughs> yeah, he was there. So, uh, uh, yeah, Terry, let me, let me go back. I was also able to share my faith not only with atheists. Yeah. But also with Scottsdale policemen That's who, who were lukewarm Catholics by their own admission, and they were marvelled at watching us. Like, wow, is this really what Catholics are yeah, supposed it? to do? Yeah, Terry, yeah. you could you could see like, yeah, I was born and raised Catholic. I haven't been to mass in a long time. Like, wow, you guys, you guys like really believe? I said, yeah, we really do. And and so yeah, Terry, a lot of the attendees told Anita and myself, yep, that the prayer rally, that it was just totally Catholic. That this event made that it was there was nothing political about it, nothing secular. It was totally Catholic from beginning to end. This event made them even more proud to be Catholic, and they told Anita myself that everybody that was there conducted themselves like followers of Christ. Amen. And Jesse, that, yeah, see, that's example.
1: Example is better. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And what you cared enough for those souls, and the police saw it. And that makes an impression on people
0: when it comes to evangelization. That's right. So I'm driving home on Sunday night. I'm exhilarated. I'm tired, but I'm excited. <laughs> and uh, after the last day of the prayer rally, yeah. I received a phone call from my friend, uh, Kyle Clement, Oh yeah, who's the case manager, in his, and he's a facilitator for Father Ripperger. And uh, he told me, he goes, Jess, want to let you know that I've been with Father all weekend, uh, doing what we do best. And he says, uh, Father Ripperger offered the holy sacrifice of the mass wow. for all the Catholics in Scottsdale who are at the prayer rally, and in reparation for the evil that was occurring at the satanic conference, awesome. and for and for your protection as well. He offered the mass, the sacrifice, of the mass for you Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, well, all three days. Wow. Yeah. So I told protection. I told Kyle to thank Father Ripperger from the bottom of my heart, and that was a great consolation to Anita and I. Uh, again. I believe that in addition, the reason that our rally was so successful is because, Terry, there were thousands and thousands of lay Catholics, priests, and nuns from all over the country. That's right. United, Including, I I got a message from 21 different cloistered orders. Awesome. That were praying for us and and sins of reparation, praise of reparation. Thousands of people in every diocese, Terry, were setting up prayer vigils inside the church. That's right. Prayers for our protection, prayers of reparation for the conversion of the Satanists, uh, and, and, and the Diocese of Phoenix, all the churches were activated. The Blessed Sacrament was exposed. Every church had people praying for those nine hours, those three days. And uh, again, everybody who attended the prayer rally, they told me and Anita personally that, that it was life-changing. It was it was a moving, powerful experience and a weekend of incredible grace that they're never going to forget. Now, here's a point worth mentioning. Sure. The, spot, the Scottsdale Police Department conveyed to me that that when the sadists were leaving the Sawar Hotel at 2 p.m., yeah. that they didn't seem to be happy at all. They seemed to, they seemed to be arguing with each other. Uh, they were having heated deb- debates with each other as they're entering their cars and they're leaving yeah. the hotel. And uh, and so the police just you know they said, hey, they're here for three days. You think they'd be happy? He says, whatever they did in there. They walked out, and, and you can see they were visibly upset. They were frowning. They were distressed. Now, I didn't say nothing to the cop, but I could tell you this, because uh, Dr. Dan Schneider and Kyle Clements had told me, he says, when Catholics pray in front of events like this, okay. Freemasons, Illuminati events, uh, satanic gatherings, he says, the Catholic prayers to Mary specifically, all our Marian prayers in the litanies, he says what it does, because remember, prayers... Are called in the in the book of Psalms in two, Psalm eighteen, Psalm sixty four. They're called arrows. Mm-hmm. We fire arrows into the air. So Kyle Clement uh, and and Doctor Schneider, who who both uh, are are the teachers of Liber Christopher forefather Chad Ripperger, uh, both of them told me that your prayers, the Catholic prayers, especially to Our Lady and the litanies, he says it's gonna it, 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 when you intentionally project them towards their direction intentionally with your mind and your heart. He says it's going to block. It's going to disrupt. It's going to impede the satanic curses, hexes and incantations. It's going to mess with their technology. Uh, It's going to mess with, it's going to make some of them start arguing with each other. So based on what Kyle and Dan have told me for years, I have no doubt that their conference, their curses and hexes were undermined and impaired by the power of Catholic prayer because they felt a small demonstration of the power of God, who loves them, and sent His only Son to die for them. And I'll tell you what I saw at the Saguaro Hotel, Terry, outside. Psalm 133, verse one, it was lived out. Psalm 133, verse one, the Bible says, "Behold, how good and pleasant it is <laughs> when brothers dwell in unity." Oh yeah, yeah. that's what we saw out there. Yeah. And 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 here's my concluding remarks. Here's, I think, the five things that we were setting, that we we're trying to set to do. Number one, it was a prayer rally. It was in a political protest. Right. It wasn't a protest at all. It was a prayer rally. Number two, it was peaceful throughout. There was no confrontation. There could have been because there's a lot of bad characters there, but there wasn't. I think because the Holy Spirit was all over it and honoring our prayers. Number three, we prayed 13 prayer pages of Catholic prayers nonstop for three hours. Uh, we were just singing uh, Gregorian chant music in between. Mm-hmm. All the prayers that we prayed, if you want to see then they're on dot com, And I'll keep them there because these Satanists are probably going to go to another city next month, next month, next month. Catholics can go to this website and follow everything that I just laid out. Yep. How to prepare for these guys coming to town what to do, who to contact, everything is already there in case these Satanists come to your town and try to consecrate your city to Satan. Now, number four, God knew our intentions which were to bring honor and glory to his name and to bring glory to his church in the public square. And the fifth thing, the fifth reason we were there, I think is the most important, it's found in James five nineteen and 20. Mm-hmm. We were there, Terry, to turn back at least one sinner from the error of their way. Now, only in eternity are, are any of us going to know if our, if our prayers bore any fruit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they did because Isaiah 55, verse 11 tells us, quote, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but shall do what, what pleases me, achieving the end for which I sent it. Close quote. Remember, So when God speaks, His Word word accomplishes what He says and it will not return to Him void. You had 300 Catholics praying the Word of God for three hours, for three days consecutively. And remember, His Word will achieve what we prayed for, which is what? The salvation of their souls. When? In God's time. Not in my time. I just have to live what St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta says. I'm called to be faithful, not to be successful. And I think what really defines what we did, Terry, mm-hmm. is in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 and 9. This is what the late, this is lay Catholics are called to be faithful to our state in life. And our our apostolate is the is the apostolate of evangelization in the public square. And we're supposed to leave the results to the Lord. Don't worry about, oh, I didn't see anybody convert. Don't worry about that. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3 5, he says. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are equal and he shall receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. What does that mean? Well, notice... We plant the seeds of the Word of God through our prayer and through our public witness. And we water. What does that mean? We pray for the people. that we, we pray for the people's conversion. But notice what the Bible says. Only God causes the growth. Remember, God is a Father who loves His children and keeps His promises, Terry.
1: Well said. And Jesse, I'd like to apply this to our life. Wherever we're listening to in our own diocese, our prayers have they are efficacious. And so we see scandal in the church right now. We need to make, uh, we call it a restitution, but also uh, reparation and expiation Mm -hmm. for these things that are going on in our church. And we need our prayers right now to step it up. This is a good example of what Catholics should be doing all over the world.
0: Terry, I want to talk about some of their talks next, what they were discussing.
1: Excellent. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. The debriefing. Yeah, we're in a police setting. Debriefing on the prayer rally the That's satanic right. conference in scottsdale arizona we'll have much more when we come right back family. welcome
2: back to the terry and jesse show to join the conversation call 888-526-2151 now here's terry and jesse
1: welcome back again jesse this is incredible what happened in, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Why don't you share a little bit more in this last segment, uh, more about what happened there.
0: Terry, here's what their conference schedule of the, of the first yeah. of all, it was sold out in three days, yeah. uh, about two months ago. Mm-hmm. They also had, it was an old town Scottsdale, so it had like a little plaza outside. Yeah, They had tables set up outside where they were selling their satanic wares, wow. you know, Ouija board, sure. crystals and things. And it's kind of funny, the satanic conference, uh, they're woke. And what do I mean by they're woke? They required all the satanists to wear masks, and everybody, all the satanists had to be jabbed. Jabbed and boosted. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm like, really? I'm reading their website, it says, surgical N95 masks are required at all times. Point number two, proof of vaccination will be required to enter both the conference and the satanic marketplace. Wow. (laughs) So, So, yeah. Yeah, Terry. They're part of the woke progressives as well. He, he, some of the talks that they had was uh, the Satanic Temple TV: how how to bootstrap your own Satanic TV network. So they're they're moving into media more and more. Why they want to target the youth? That's their goal. About the only talk that I would have been interested in hearing as I'm looking, there's one that says the history of Satan across cultures. That probably would have been interesting to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. But everything else was. Uh, they, they had another talk: Satanic Jeopardy. In, in other words what they're trying this is friday night they're trying to appear harmless and kind of mainstream with this you know, like an american game show uh but on, on on uh friday night they had everything that uh that we stand against they had what's called an impurity ball and that's what they called it an impurity ball and uh the person who headed that was Zandora LeVay. she's the offspring of of Anton LaVey, who's the founder of the Church of Satan he's dead now. Mm-hmm. when he died he died in terror. he was screaming when he was dying. I've read accounts uh, credible accounts from his family that he was horrified he was seeing something evil as he was dying and saying no, no, no get away as he was dying Wow uh, so this uh, impurity ball it's the opposite of a Catholic purity ball. you'll find a lot of like homeschoolers, a lot of uh, yeah. traditional Catholics they'll have like annual purity balls to celebrate teen you know teen chastity and purity. Uh, In high schools, but they had quite the opposite on Saturday. They had a a talk called devil's food with a satanic chef. This is much like the spirit cooking that's done in Hollywood and in New York to the rich and famous where you have the female Satanist Marina Brimovic where they bake life-size cakes of her in the nude on her back and they'll put like 50 of these cakes of her. It looks exactly like her, but it's a cake Mm -hmm. And she'll put like you know spit in there, or urine in there, or, or body parts in there. And you'll have the rich and famous, the and, and actors and entertainers. They sit around and with a knife and, and fork, they start eating these cakes. Fifty cakes, life-sized of Marina Brimovic, naked, in, uh, her, her uh, on top of a table, and they're eating. And she puts parts of spit. What, she puts parts of something in her inside each cake. And that's called spirit cooking. Well, that's what they were teaching over here. They also had uh, unbowed and... uh, They had another talk called Unbowed and Unfettered, the Scottsdale invocation case. So they had their lawyer talking about how they can get into different cities and uh, do their satanic invocations before city councils and city halls. They had another talk, Public Records for Satan Using FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, to Fight Satanic Panic. So they're trying to use the legal arm of the Constitution... To try to wedge their way in to the public square, uh, and I'll tell you how they're doing it, Terry. It's because they've been they've really been accepted as part of the Democrat Party. Wow. They're like they're like a wing of the Democrat Party. Wow. How can I how can I prove that to you? Tell us. Well, yeah. Well, you could see it a lot of, for example, at a lot of uh, a pr- abortion rallies when they go protest, like in Mississippi or Texas, because of these heartbeat bills. You'll see. And these Capitol buildings, you'll see the pro boards with their sign, you know, my body, my choice right next to this pro board with a sign that says my body, my choice or get your rosaries off my ovaries right next to them will be a Satanist that will say, hail Satan. Yeah. And so on the pro li- on the pro abortion movement, they're completely working together, not only visibly in the public square to take up space, but also legally through the courts. Yeah. And so they had they had presentations saying how we could ram our... Because for them, the next talk in alternative is abortion is a religious right. It says that that third talk says everything because they consider all their leaders say abortion is our sacrament. And Terry, remember, they, everything that they do is a mockery of the Catholic faith.
1: It is, in reverse. Jesse, my question is, I've seen and my experience has been that some of these Satanists are actually agnostics or... are. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in anything. They think they take this as kind of like, it's like fun, but they're being useful idiots. Sorry to have to say it that way. But did, did you run into anybody there that just likes, like, you know, they're there because they don't believe in anything supernatural. They don't believe. They're just there because it's kind of fun, and they're being, like, duped by that.
0: Did you run into people like that? Yes, I read, and, and I was talking to a few of them. Okay. so So you have a segment of these Satanists. Mm-hmm. That'll say you know what uh, Satan, uh, Satan is just a mythical being, exactly, yeah. and we just derive from Satan this rebellion against authority. Yep. So right the they'll say he's just a mythical being. Well, first of all, I don't believe that for a second because remember, they're taught Terry from the from the from the father of lies yes. to lie to us. That's right. And they're taught also from the father of lies, Revelation chapter twelve, to deceive us. Mm-hmm. So, I don't believe it. For us. it would be like, for example, communist arrest Harry Barber, and they say, "Are you a Catholic Christian? I mean, you got a miraculous medal around your neck. You just came from Mass. Uh, you got a, you know, a Roman missile in your car. You got a rosary in your pocket. You Are say? you a Catholic?" And you say, "Oh no, it's just a. It's all a myth to me. Yeah. It's it's all a myth. Uh, you know, it's just kind of. I just you know, it, I just use this kind of like you know for for political cover, but it's yeah. just a myth." Terry, they're lying when they say we're Satanists, but we don't believe in Satan. I'll tell you how come that's an oxymoron. It's like asking any Christian, Catholic, or Protestant, yeah. "Oh, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe in Christ," yeah. or "I'm a Buddha, a Buddha Buddhist, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the teachings of the Buddha." I'm a Confucius, but I don't believe in the teachings of Confucius. Terry, they're liars. They're like Muslim terrorists in this regard. Yeah. Remember we've talked about that. Yeah. Muslims are taught to they're taught to lie in the permitted. Quran.
1: It's permitted, it's encouraged. Yeah, it,
0: it's called taqiyya in Arabic, yeah. where they're saying if you get caught by a Christian or a Jew or you know you're you're outnumbered, uh tell them that they're your friends, tell them that we're peaceful, tell them that we want to work together. Do anything you can, lie to them to advance the cause of Islam. Terry, in my opinion, a lot of these Satanists say, "Well, no, we think it's just a myth. We like the we like the whole myth of this rebel, fallen angel, and yeah. we just want to be rebels against authority." I've heard
1: that over and over again. Harry,
0: I don't believe them for a second. I agree
1: Harry. with you, but that's what they tell us.
0: Yes, I believe that they're lying. Yeah. I believe that they're using what the Muslims call taqiyya yeah. or what the or what the New Testament calls diabolical deception. Uh, now, some of them that I talked to, there, I said, "Okay, so you say, you say it's a myth. So what do you appeal to?" Yeah. They said, "What we're re- what we really are." jesse i said you could call me jesse i said um what well, we really are now we like this mythical being because he's a rebel and we're rebels and we want to push back against authority and and so i said so wh- how would you identify yourself you uh you satanists that believe that he's only a myth because they don't all agree with each other some again worship it so there's there's different types of denominations of, of flavors yeah yeah there's all kinds of flavors so this one guy told me, he says, well, we're just secular humanists. We believe in Darwinian evolution. I we believe that. we that. believe that science is yeah. king. <laughs> the science is king. Yeah. We believe that everything should be based on Darwinian evolution. Yeah, give me a
1: break.
0: We believe in, uh, in might makes right. right. We believe in only the strong survive. Uh, and so we believe in secular humanism. And, and which part of it is rebellion against authority. So, Terry, all the principles that they believe in are demonic. Yeah. Might makes right. Only the strong survive. Uh, you know, uh, my way or the highway. I said, well, well ex- what you're telling me right now comes from the Satanic Bible, which is do what thou wilt. That's the whole of the law. The, the, so there's only two people on planet Earth I told the Satanists. Thy will be done, Matthew chapter 6. We do the will of God the Father Or you do your own will, which is Luciferian. They go, I never thought about that. I said, doing your own will is Luciferian. You're following the father of lies. So, yeah, I had had several of these conversations with several people. You
1: know, Jess, I always say it with Fulton Sheen says. There's a song they sing in hell. I did it my way. Yep. And there's a song they sing in heaven. I did it his way. And that's what you were showing them by example that Jesus Christ is the way. And
0: oh, I, I was telling them, Terry, I boldly in it. their faith. I know. I heard it. I'm yeah. like, Praise God. <laughs> yeah. I him. was saying, you got one chance. Yep. I said, you better make the right choice. There's only A or B. Yep. You either say, surrender your life to Jesus Christ or you don't. And if you don't, you're going to go to hell. There's only two doors. That's one charity. goes up, one goes down. Yep. I said, Christ died for your sin. I said, Think about what we're talking about. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father, but through him. The devil's a fallen angel, whether you believe he's a myth or he's real. I said he's a loser. He's a liar. He's going to get thrown into the lake of fire. Think about it before you die, because I want to see you in heaven.
1: That's charity. You see, that shows me that you love those people, Jesse. You know what shows me that you don't love them? I mean it by doing nothing. Because then it says, it's all about me. I, I, I want to deal with my. I don't care about those people. They don't bother me. No, 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 no. We're Christians. We're Catholic Christians who understand the mystical body of Christ. And Jesse, you've probably heard this term, the mystical body of Satan. Yeah. They were part. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I I was thinking this weekend when you were there, that that
0: they were part of the mystical body of Satan. Alive and well, Terry. They're all around us in the public square. Yeah. And they' and Terry, they're growing.:
1: Yeah, they are they're,
0: growing. guess
1: yeah. what? Give us your take. I'm going to give you my take real quick. I, I believe this: they're growing because we Catholics, okay? We as a church have stopped preaching the gospel.
0: That's our, the, be, Terry, because our church uh, in, in, has gone more into social horizontal yeah, social justice into the world, uh, yeah, let's work with the cartels and get illegal immigrants over the fence yep. instead of this vertical relationship which is let's save souls let's get people to know Jesus Christ, the way, the truth and the life, we've then, lost our focus m- mentioning
1: Terry. that, we've got Bishop Strickland coming on after a quick break, and boy does he preach Christ and him crucified he's one of the best bishops in the country we have him part of virgin most powerful radio If you can't hear it on your station go to vmpr.org get the free app so you can hear bishop strickland power preach the teachings of the church in season and out Jess, great great show great update jesse last thing i ask you every day brother what state should we be living in
0: let's make sure we all live in a state of grace let's make sure we're all tracking towards heaven let's sure you don't live in a state of mortal sin and if you're in mortal sin, get the confession as soon as possible. Amen. Repent and believe in the gospel. Pray your rosary every day. Don't forget, Our Lady of Fatima said it, those
1: are going to hell because no one is there to pray and sacrifice like the folks out in Arizona did. We need to mimic them. Folks, if you want to get that spiritual warfare recordings from two weeks ago, call 877-526-215 or go online to dmpr.org. Pick it up. It will change the world. God bless you.